like I told you, the discussion for today focuses on uh, some of the scenes at the Global Citizens Festival where President Tekufuado was billed to deliver a speech. Indeed, he delivered the speech, but there were pockets of heckling and that has generated some controversy since then. I think it's scandalous. I think it's scandalous. I don't think as a nation we got into that stage. I mean, I was petrified when I heard it. The president was speaking as soon as he opened his mouth. I heard it. Was it in unison? But if it's that small cabal, whatever it is, I mean, I was, I was, I, 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 let me repeat the word, petrified. Basically, they didn't understand. I haven't seen anything of this sort in Ghana before. We shouldn't start things which become precedent. You can't handle them. I have been very, very upset. I think it is unfair. We must be ashamed of ourselves. I don't think it is a proper development in our country. And too much shouting connotes an absence of intelligent thinking. Who doesn't know that times are hard? I mean, it's not debatable. It isn't democracy. It isn't right. There should be some respect. You know, so you had the some perspective from uh, the honorable MP for Adansia Sukwaketi Hammond who said that the specific persons who did that should bow their heads in shame. So connecting with us on Ghana Connect on Joy FM this evening, Abna Grant is a student journalist. Amtu Akunfi Amirao is a youth leader and a social and gender advocate. Abdel Karim Ibrahim is a journalist and graduate student at the University of Ghana's Institute of African Studies. Amina Al-Hassan is a student at the Ghana Institute of Journalism. Felicity Nelson is with the Fix the Country Movement. And then we have Isaac Randolph Sechi, a political communicator. My friend Neo Kanta from here at Multimedia 2 will join us a bit. So these are the comments. Let me start off first by going on to the phones and taking Felicity Nelson. You heard that those chants from the venue. There are those who have said that these were just a few people doing that. But first off, what were your reaction? How did you feel when you heard that the president was booed on stage at that time? First of all, I didn't hear that he was booed on stage. I was one of the people that booed at the president. Oh, I need to clarify that I was actually at the concert. Mm. Yes. Right. So, so I engaged in that activity so, so gladly. Then, then, then for you, why did you do that? Well, I first of all, I think he's been underperforming. You know, 
Our our economy is in shambles. Our health services in shambles. Educational services. Literally, the country is literally going to hell. And, you know, he's not taking any responsibility. He keeps, you know, um, blaming the Ukraine-Russian war for everything. He's not, he's refusing to even accept that some of his appointees are incompetent. You know, so for me, he's, he's failing. He's failed and he continues to fail as a president. So, yeah, so I was like, well, this is my one of, when, how many times am I going to see the president? So as soon as I saw him, the, the brewing happened very organically. Like as soon as he stepped out, people started brewing straight away. And I booed him as well. But Felicity, you would agree with me that your notion of underperformance of the president yeah. alone is not enough basis to hoot at the president of the republic. Well, of course it is. Like you said, my, international my notion, my perspective, mm. right? So I'm going to determine what I think. If I think he's incompetent and I think he deserves to be booed at, I'm going to boo at him. That's, it's all part of living in a democracy. You know, you don't just vote four years and then you sit down and wait to vote again. If you're unhappy, you can protest. And booing, seeing him and hooting at him is actually a form of protest. Right. We're showing that we're unhappy. And the shock, the look of shock on his face, you could tell from his demeanor that he was very uncomfortable and he looks quite surprised. So it's obvious that he doesn't know what's happening on the ground. He doesn't understand. He's not in touch with the people. The people around him are not telling him what, how Ghanaians are really feeling. So for us, for us as young people, I feel like a lot of young people there, that was the one time that you thought their voices could be heard. Mm. And for the last week, the fact that we're even sitting here having this conversation now, talking about this, it means we've, we've, made, a, we've made a statement. Right. So let, let, me, let, me, let me go on Zoom and go to Abdul Karim. And I mean, since this happened, I've been, I've been trying to get exactly what the general population feel about it. It's been kind of a mixed reaction if you go on Twitter and social media. While there are those who support this action, there are those who have said that, well, we could have done something else. Karim, what are your views on the persons who decided to do this? What, what do, do you think they were justified? Hello, Kweku. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Karim. Very well. Thank you very much. And good evening to uh, you and to everybody. Yes, I think that um, I would just extend some of the issues that Felicity Nelson has been talking about. And for me, there is a particular distinction here that is very important because we must look at the population that we are talking about here. Uh, this is your, um, not your average Ghanaian grouping in that sense, because if you look at the kind of events that we are talking about here and what happened uh, at, at the event also, what you would notice very clearly is that this is a population of your average middle-class Ghanaians, people who are oftentimes very uninterested in our politics and what happens there and all of that. If those people find themselves at an event and they are able to so organically demonstrate the way that they did there, I think that there could never be a better uh, opportunity or platform for one to fully appreciate what the general sentiments of the population in the country really is at this moment. And for me, it would be very good for the president and his uh, political party to pay attention to that and not continue to gaslight the, the good people of the country and push the foot around this particular problem and create this impression that somehow it was an orchestrated act by some other people, political opponents or anything like that. It cannot be further from the truth. They will continue but, but, to but be... But Karim, knowing how our politics works, 
Could it not have been? Is that not a plausible explanation of what happened? Because, I mean, there are people like Marco Krekubante who have said that they were at the venue. And from where they were, they did not hear anything. It was two days after or the day after that they saw that something like that happened. So it's probably just a group of people, small group of people who did that. Yes, I, 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 I actually think so. Because if you look at the, the number of people that we saw at the event and, the, and just simply uh, basing it on the sound that we heard, I could agree that perhaps not even the majority booed him. But then so what? Because the majority obviously will not have done anything special then. There's a reason we are talking about this. And the argument made by uh, the likes of uh, uh, Marco Krikumante and, and the rest, it doesn't actually go in their favor. Because the reality is that we are having this conversation because even if it were 10 people who did that, they've been able to center this conversation in a way that allows us to all come back and reflect on the president and the presidency. And again, the attempts to also run away from it clearly betrays the, the inconsistency in the logic that they are displaying, that somehow this is just a handful of people who are completely irrelevant, who are immaterial. But, 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 but then they're doing everything to, to deflect the attention, to even rebut the presumptions in there and all of that. And that, for me, clearly, it's, 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 it's pretty testament. If you are going to continue to be obtuse about a problem that people are complaining about and all of that, what well, at the end of the day, we will see. And tomorrow, it will not just be here. We're going to have even perhaps better platforms, more bigger platforms, and the president is going to be continue to, to, uh, to, to be good in that respect. And after every, everything, the shame will come. And it, it was standing on his face. So if after everything, someone is going to come and deny that it was just a handful and say all manner of things, that's fine. The president has dealt with that humiliation and shame, and he's walked away, I'm sure, feeling very bad about that. And today... All of them have found it their duty and responsibility as party communicators and many others like that. And we moralize this. I've heard so many people, including our very own uh, Katie Hammond, say all manner of things. But, I mean, for him, when he said it, that I wasn't so perturbed. I thought that he was obviously classical uh, Katie Hammond he was, he was playing. Because I got the sense that he's literally saying something, as we know it in Chi, that I am disseminated. Because if you look at him as he talks about some people's head being like coconut and all of that, I could guess that he was just joking by simply looking at him. Right. So let, 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 me, let, me, let me go to Amina. Amina is a student with the Ghana Institute of Journalism. Amina, you, were, were, you, were you there yourself? Were you there? Hello, Amina. Yeah, hello. Good. Yeah, um, Amina, good were, you, were, you, were you? Okay. No, personally, I wasn't there. But then um, a friend who was there posted it and... I saw it. So after seeing it, I asked her if that really happened. And she was like, yeah, it really happened. And I was like, I, I, I had a mixed feeling because I didn't know how to react. It's something I felt wasn't correct because he's an elderly person. So he deserves the respect. And then he's also our president. But then again, if you think about how hungry and then angry people are, you, you can't even really fault them because... We are angry, but then we we keep on hearing stories about um, Russia and Ukraine having to take the blame for what's happening. Meanwhile, even Ukraine is doing better. So I kind of felt what the youth felt because I'm a youth myself, and I, I kind of feel the heat myself. So I, I think it, it's, it, in a way, it wasn't right, but then it's, it's right because you needed to know how we we feel we can't always be like the it can't always be like the empire you can't really tell him 
what's happening. A young, a young kid has to tell him what's really happening. Let, let me let me go to Amtu, and Amtu is a is a is a youth activist. There's someone I know personally, and I think she's she's doing some great stuff. But Amtu, personally, you felt, I mean, do, do you feel the same way? I should say, like Amina does that one. This okay. was disrespectful, but was probably deserved. Very well, thank you. Um, good evening, good evening, listeners. I am um very story um hello I'm hi. yeah i can hear you okay right so it's raining here so it might be a little shaky i i i, I understand so, so i think i should i say i'm coming from both or everyone's perspective especially because of the kind of cultural setting that we have um at some points, you feel like, oh, my God, that's like a very global stage. Is this the point where we want to perhaps wash our um, dirty linens or have this kind of discourse? But then also, um, we are thought or made to understand um, from studies and politics that um, citizens would use any means to show what their frustration is. I do not dispute the fact that... Um, Maybe some advances have been made, and indeed times have gotten hard. But um, I think I think um, I'm on both sides. Personally, I I was working at a booth that was like towards the end of um, the place, so I'm not even going to lie if I tell you that like I didn't hear it right. But then I had colleagues who were done with their shift and were inside who actually, like, heard that. So, yes, it might come from, like, a section of people. But the thing is, every single person is casting their vote, so every single person has a right to express what they feel like, even if it's, like, one person out of a thousand. If the person's vote is going to be counted, then that person also has a right to, um, as it were, express what they believe in or what their dissatisfaction is. And, like, Felicity rightly said earlier, a lot of these people would never have the opportunity to ask it to have like a face-to-face interaction with the president. And this is probably the only way that they believe they can actually express themselves without being, um, as it were, suppressed. So I'm from both points. I didn't think it was like a nice thing for us to like show everybody that, oh, like we have some issues or something like that. But at, at the end... I mean, like having this conversation, I believe, arrives at what the youth want to see. see. Because the youth want to see that, indeed, conversations or actions are being taken. So if this conversation is happening, then it means that somebody actually heard Mm. whoever or whichever grouping of people are distressed and indeed did that. I believe have achieved a lot of results. And that's something something to write home about, about because the youth... I want to see results. Yeah. I mean, people want to see results. And so this is a good point to bring in Isaac Sechi. Isaac Sechi speaks for the NPP in the Crowell constituency. Isaac, I mean, you are a new patriotic party supporter. You actually are an executive in a constituency. I mean, does, does this send you any action? Does this send you any message at all? When you heard of it, from the political perspective, what did you make of it? Hello, Isaac. Isaac, can you unmute? Um, um, just before um, Isaac hello, speaks. Um, first of all, hello. 
Uh, okay, Isaac, I'll come back to you. Um, so you want to say something? Okay, okay. Just, just before um, Isaac speaks, I think it's also, um, should I say, a way for government to actually like um, take opinion. So then um, a lot more of like decentralized things should be done. So seek actual opinion from the young people because... Um, I think Abdul Karim rightly said that the people at the gathering were not like your average, like Ghanaian people. So use their mediums, use their use their TikTok, use their Twitter, engage them, know what their problem. And right, right. I'm to I'm to that that that, that that's very clear. And then so Isaac, I mean, like I was asking you from the political standpoint, how did you feel about this? All right. Good evening. Good evening. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Good evening and good evening to uh, our co-panelists. Um, I've heard what have been discussed and I'm sad. And honestly, not because I'm an MPP member, but I'm sad because of the platform that we chose to have this discussion done. What, what was it about? It was about a concept and the concept was for a particular effect and the effect is a global one i will not have any problem if the president is having an assembly and you go there and you show your position through that i have no problem but for you to take this platform and for you to do hello isaac well it appears isaac's uh, isaac connection is a bit breaking there for me so isaac we'll come back to you when we do but i mean I'll come back around again, but I just want to say that there's a conversation. Whenever someone says something that you want to chip in, you can always do so. I'll come to New York County again, but it's a good point to go back to Felicity Nelson to ask. Listen, Felicity, these are the questions people have, people have asked. I mean, looking at this, one other central theme that I've come up having to do with respect. I mean, you, you, we, we, the people who did that, including yourself, could have chosen any other means to do to, to express their frustration against whatever they thought was happening in the country they were not happy about. I haven't asked you first and foremost why you did that. Had, had it got to do anything with the economy or how you felt the president was relating to the war in Ukraine and how he was blaming things on that. But could we not have chosen any other means, like people have said, including KTM1, including other people, including Professor Jampo, of the University of Ghana Political Science Department, who say that there must be some sort of respect. And so we could have used other means to express our discomfort, to express our disagreement, other than booing the President of the Republic away from stage. Okay. I completely disagree with that notion. And for a long time, culturally, what we do is we use this, these words like respect, oh, the, the adult is always right. We use those things to silence people. We use it to silence people, and people don't, are not allowed, to, especially young people. We have institutionalized, like our culture has institutionalized ageism, where the voices of young people don't matter. What young people think doesn't matter. There's never a right time for a young person to speak. And if you listen to what um, um, Katie Hammond even said, he said, oh, if if you could be silent, you, the people that were booing, you young people, do you understand? So the voices of young people don't matter. They don't matter how many young people hold political office, how many young people are in positions to effect change. 
So the reality there, so this idea of, oh, you have to choose the right forum. Where would we meet? Where is the right forum? How many times are we consulted? And even after brewing, from if you listen to even things that like Katie Hammond is saying, and even other like um, MPP communicators kind of thing, stuff like, oh, the people that booed were paid by the NDC, you know, completely never thinking, okay, why did you boo? What's the problem? What's the issue? How do we solve it? But as opposed to like telling us that the brewing was, it, it was the wrong place. And what's the right place? That we did, I don't know if you remember um, when um, the, they refused to open UGMC and the guy had a, he had a placard oh God, yeah. that said, um, open UGMC or whatever. Do you, do you remember how he was handled by the security officials? Even though it was Rebecca doing a speech and he went to do that, he just held up a placard and walked across. That's all he did. So this very idea that, oh, there's another forum. Where is this forum? We know that when black, when young people go out to protest, some of them are being killed, some of them are being shot. So what's the, sometimes you want to go on a protest, the police are not even giving you permission. So when you tell me, oh, there's other forums, like you're not being honest, you're not being genuine. Like if you live in Ghana, you know that young people are not listened to. Nobody cares about what young people have to say. And it, it's obvious when you look, in, you look at, look across the ministers, how many, how many, how old is the average minister? How old is the average MP? I mean, very, very interesting point there from Felicity. And Felicity will live along the line. But, I mean, Abna Grant is a student journalist with Radio Universe on, on campus. Abna, do you, what do you stand on this respect argument? Whether or not the conduct was respectful at all? Hello, Abna. Okay, so it, I, I, I don't have Abna yet. I'll go back to Abna. Abdul Karim, um, you, in, in, in the introduction that you made early on, raised some concerns about the comments from Katie Amon. And we played that sound from Katie Amon, who said that it was completely disrespectful, it was shameful that some people chose to do that to the president when he was speaking to an international community. We know that the concert was happening simultaneously in the United States as well. And Nancy Pelosi also went to a live audience, had her share of that. I mean, how do you contrast the two situations and the argument of respect that have been made here in Ghana? Well, do you know what is more disrespectful? It is when a people in a relatively very poor country, where a lot of people are living below the poverty line, many of them unable to get hospitals to attend, uh, when their leaders get sick and they are transferred somewhere abroad to get the best medical treatment, uh, a people whom at the period where they are struggling economically among many other things, the president lives like an emperor. He travels all over the world for whatever but business, including going this to is, This is just, this is just so unfair. No, no, and and no, you, please, you, know, please, you see please, what we do no, to ourselves. So we, um, um, we keep Isaac, shifting. No, no, we keep no, shifting. No, Isaac, I'll come to you. Isaac, I'll come to you shortly so that you, 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 you respond to the comments that Karim is making. But for now, let's allow Karim land on the point, and then you can come in, Isaac. Karim, so you can make your point. Okay, so, so this is a conversation. Uh, Isaac, Isaac, I'll come to you. I'll come to you, and I'll give you the time to respond specifically to the issues Karim has raised. So can you allow him now make the point, and then you can come in later. So Karim, please, make your point. Thank you. And, and Isaac, you would behave yourself and, and allow the moderator to do his job. So Karim, make the point, make the point. Use words like well, well, so there seem to be some issue there, but I mean, Karim and then Isaac, let's calm down on that point. Let Karim make the point, and then Isaac, you can come in and respond to the substantive issue. So, Karim, please get to the substance, substance of your point, and then I'll go to Isaac. 
the start of the point is that when people misbehave, we should not go and hide in the room and tell them. And that's what the, the people at the uh, Independence Square told the President of the Republic. And that's why I was making the point earlier that what is more disrespectful is all of the things that I've outlined and even more, the inequality that exists among many other things. But those things don't appear to generate from us and evoke the same sentiments and passion and anger like some of these things are doing. And so you have heard a lot of people come running, very moralizing uh, arguments about how somehow it is the presidency, somehow it's an elderly man. And for that matter, people cannot vent their spleen. What, what about all the other people who are out there and who have suffered simply because they have not gotten the leadership that they deserve, right? And so the fact that this is streaming across the world and so everybody else is going to see it and all of that, and so what? And if anything at all, for all of us, we're very serious people. We should view this as a, a, an endorsement or a further opening of our own democracy because it shows, among other things, the maturity of what we are doing. And this impression that somehow we have done something that has never been done before is completely nonsensical. But Karim, the point, the point they raise, the, the point, the point they raise is context-based. They raise a the context about ah, uh, uh, the the African continent. First off, we do we do things in a certain light, right? And then they they, they also say that if you have concerns with the president, you could have expressed them in other means. You could have waited till twenty twenty four. You will show that. This is how angry you are, the president. You could go on the street, but to specifically choose the method of booing the president whilst he was on stage, they've said that that is not the way we do our things here. And that is, that is what they're angry about. That's not the way who does what. Because I wonder which Africa these people are talking about, right? It is also embedded very strongly and firmly in African values and African traditional systems, the act of rebellion. When we say in a camp, and I can speak to you. When they say in Tesukoko, what do people think it means? If it didn't have a cultural value in our environment, in our society, there would not be any expression like that for it. By the very existence of the notion or the phenomenon of in Tesukoko, it means that at some point you can vent your spleen. And why is this also a point that people make all the time about why not wait for the next election? Why, why must we always wait for the next election? So that between the point where you elect someone and the next election, they can go all, all over. And for the purpose of this conversation, I want to even be more provocative. Screw everybody every single time. Is that what we want? So for me, we need to demonstrate that as a people, we're interested in getting our problems resolved. Our president is one very quick to respond to Notre Dame's uh, fire situation. He's very quick to respond to George Floyd. But he's not so quick to respond to um, Eric Ofochu in a shaman who was killed. It's not so quick to respond to the eight people who died following our elections. It's not quick to respond to constitutional issues that have not allowed a group of people in this country to have representation in the parliament. He doesn't respond to all of that. What we are interested in, and some are inviting us to do, is to come and join this theater where the president, anytime he mounts the international platform, cuts a certain figure of this most progressive African leader and all of that, but back home all of you are struggling and you are in pain and you are crying and all of that. Is that what you want? And so if it is insult, if it is booing, that will generate the necessary conversation and to drive home the point that people are not happy, so be it. Every other thing that people say that, what about another alternative? So we should do what? Go see them in the bedroom and appeal to the president that, uh, hello sir, we're not very happy how you are going about things and all mm. of that. How many people have even access? And for me, 
look at this within the context of democracy because what happened there is access. Mm. How many people have access to the president? So if you also have something to tell the president, how do they imagine that you would do that? And again, it is not everybody that goes to political rallies. So it doesn't matter whether it is an entertainment platform. It doesn't matter it's whether we are playing football. It has happened before, actually, in the U.S., right? Because um, um, in 1931, a U.S. president was booed. And even for them, it was for a more trivial thing. They said they wanted more beer, and they were not getting more beer. They booed him. If so we are going to run around and sometimes refer to the United States, the United Kingdom, and other places as so-called developed democracies, advanced democracies, and we must look up to them and all of that. All of a sudden, when we vent in a way that doesn't get the political elite very happy, somehow we have done something wrong, something un-African. Completely nonsense. Right. So, I mean, Karim clearly has some very strong words there. He does not think that the respect argument is founded. So, good point to bring my friend Isaac Sech. Isaac, you clearly do not agree with the points Karim have raised, but he raised some substantive points, doesn't he? Kweku, um, I'm, I'm absolutely scandalized. And I think he is an NDC communicator, communicating much more at that. No, I and know, I know the, Karim. He's not an NDC communicator. He's an NDC communicator. He's an NDC communicator. There should be nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah there's Karim, nothing wrong with that, but he's behave not. Yourself. He, he's not. There is nothing wrong with that. You are an NDC communicator. Just behave yourself and listen to me. Right. So, um, Kweku, Kweku you, you know something? The youth are bringing communication to themselves. And the communication the youth are bringing to themselves is, without disrespect, we cannot put our issues across. And that is what everybody is saying. That is what I'm hearing. That we can put our issues across. And even if it is true disrespect, we are okay. So far as the issues are getting to our target, it is okay. Now, let me move away from what they have all said. And I will say something. Look, booing of the president, heckling the president. What, 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 what was the gain? The gain was just for us to move away from the substantive issues and to discuss this. Because since Saturday, since Sunday, this is what has been discussed. We have not discussed the importance and the point at which this concert was held. We have not discussed what the benefit was for this country in bringing this concert here in Ghana. We have not discussed anything. The only thing we are discussing is about heckling. And we are bringing in the youth and tying the fact that the only way for us to be heard is through disrespect. What Katie Amon said, I don't agree with the things that some of the things that Katie Amon said, but largely I agree with Katie Amon. What Katie Amon is saying is that this is a precedent we are setting. And when we are not careful, we will not be able to handle this precedent. Look, whatever we are doing is a precedent and somebody else is also marking time. And what, whether we like it or not, this president will not be on forever. This president will lose, will leave. Now, for somebody to come and then say that we are in hard times and that the president is behaving as if we are not in hard times, who has not conceded that we are in hard times? Who can run away from the fact that we are in hard times? I'm afraid for weather. Please go to, get to the port and I'll tell you what sugar, sugar was being sold before even COVID per metric ton and what sugar is being sold now per metric ton. So everybody knows, and we cannot run away. Why are we running away from the fact that it is because of COVID, it is because of the Ukraine-Russia uh, war that has brought us to this state? But that's, now, some, of the, that, 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 that's some of the things people do not want to hear. They, they, but, but, they, 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 they are saying that the signals were on the world that we clearly were yeah. mismanaging our economy and that government must do something and not blame Russia, Ukraine, and COVID. That is what they are saying. Are we saying that we know we have better books on Ghana than IMF? Are we saying that? 
it's Karim and the rest saying that they have better appreciation of what is happening in Ghana than the IMF. What did the IMF say? They wanted the IMF to sing their song. And IMF did not sing their song. The IMF, 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 countries who are in similar situations like ourselves, the inflation rate is not the same. It's because of mismanagement. At what point are you going to accept It is never about mismanagement. IMF never, please, can I be allowed? IMF never, never, never in the four points that they issued made any statement about mismanagement. Never. So why are we bringing in our own? We wanted the IMF to sing the song of the NDC. The IMF sang the song of intellectual. And we are, we are, we are against it. Now, whatever has happened, has happened. Yeah. The president knows that the situation is not normal. And the president has said it several times again. What the president is going to do is to still work to bring things at, at, at normalcy. What the president's interest is, 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 is bringing inflation down, is making sure that our exchange rate is, 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 is at an appreciable level, is making sure that trade goes on, is making sure that things are minimized, the hardship is minimized until things get normal at, at the international market. So please, whatever booing, whatever heckling was done has been done. Mm. The most important thing is the lessons the president is going to learn from it and the decision the party is going to take. The party, the, the president is not wishing away what happened. The president knows that it is not everybody who is happy. The president knows that there is hardship, and the president has said this several and several. Now, you can even look at the points that um, the finance minister just raised, I think, three days ago. Mm. We know, we appreciate that there is difficulty, but we are telling you that this government has managed this difficulty better. Far better than, 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 than others would have done, like like the, the point you make it. So, Felicity, good point to bring yeah. you in. There is a respect-disrespect yeah. junction. But he makes the point that, listen, the president clearly admits that okay. we are in a time of challenges. Okay. He's mm-hmm. working okay. to fix it. So give him mm. time. And, okay, so even moving on from the platform economic factors, right, the president was on that platform speaking about protecting the environment, and I found that very interesting considering the fact that when you look at the kind of damage that Gallim Say is causing under his tenure, and the lack, the clear lack of political will to address that issue. I just found it very hypocritical for him to stand on a platform like that. So when Isaac talks about what are the issues we're trying to address, that was one of the issues. How dare the president come and stand on that platform and talk about protecting the environment when the environment is being destroyed at alarming rates? I'm sure this week you've been following the news and you've seen what the water in the river Pra looks like. What is being done, the real work that's being done to address the issue. How are how um, farmers are selling their lands to mining and people who are doing and I'm saying simply because they're not making enough from farming. You, we're not, these are the issues that are not being addressed. So when we talk about uh, the IMF didn't say this, the IMF didn't say that, what has he done? He is failing to address Gallum Say. Our, our environment is being destroyed. So how dare he mount a global platform and talk about protecting the environment when he has failed to do that in the last six years? Mm, right. I mean, Neo Kanta. Why, why do you stand uh, on, on this argument? Um, let, me, let me begin with the gentleman who spoke um, before Felicity. It is, forgive my language, but it is, in, is it, it is insulting. It's insulting for them to always shift the goalpost and always try to tag people with party colors and other things. The moment you open your mouth to criticize this government, then you are tagged as an opposition person. It's quite unfortunate and insulting. For how long are we going to go on this tangent? Rather than attacking the issues that the people are raising, we try to discredit those who are raising the issues by saying 
you are saying this because you are an NDC person. You are saying this because you are an anti-Akufuado person. Mm. The president is not getting to understand the real issues on the ground because he's surrounded by people who are singing praises. He's more or less like the naked king. Mm. To him, he's working. To him, he has people who are doing the job. But the reality on the ground is that he's a naked king. They are not telling him the real truth. You go on a stage like this to talk about climate change. What is happening to Atiwa Forest? What are we seeing with Galamse? And you stand there and say what? And you expect people to what? Applaud you? Are we serious in this country? So, I mean, I mean, very interesting thoughts there from, I mean, my, my, my good friend, Nyokanta. Let me, let me go to Abna Grant. Abna, I mean, so far, people have strongly made the point for respect. There are those who have said that, listen, please put respect somewhere. There are real issues we are dealing with. There are real issues with the environment. There are real issues with the economy. There are real issues with people's pockets that we can deal with without having to sound too respectful or any other thing like that. I mean, what are your views on that? Is Abna Grant on? I, I mean, I, I mean, let me then let me throw that to you. I mean, if you, if you can hear me. Hello. Personally, I I still have a problem with us um, this saying anything, especially um, I, uh, this booing thing has actually um, paved way for many insults online. Some people are calling the president unprintable words, and I still believe it's not the right thing to do. I I I, I don't I don't. I don't feel okay with us insulting the president to some extent. Um, um, and but then I feel Amina, um, with the war, Amina, with Amina the, um, if you are saying this is yeah. not the right forum for this thing, when, when is the appropriate time? Where yeah, are we supposed to vent? When, when, when you look at it in another light, it's actually the only way we could have the former president uh, communicated that message to him. He went for international um, events. Are you saying that what they did was okay? Is that is that a signal you are sending? I mean, he's asking, I mean, he's asking what, what, what is the better platform? I mean, because in Parliament, for instance, the president delivers the State of the Nation address, finance minister, they deliver budget, members of Parliament. They heckle them, they hoot at them, they sing songs, they do a lot of things. And it's, it's not much of an issue. So he's saying, what is the issue with the, the youth who probably are feeling the brunt of a hardship decide that this is what we want to do? Yes, um, I, 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 I'm actually very conflicted when it comes to the booing because personally I, I felt it wasn't right, but then also I felt it was the only way we could have communicated our grievances to him because it seems he doesn't really um, know the magnitude of whatever we are going through. It's like um, the, he, he lives in a world of his own in a way because he can't really relate to us when it comes to many things. I mean, very interesting point there. Is it, let me let me bring it down. To, you've been you've been silent for a while now, whilst the, I mean, argument has shifted from respect to the hardship in the economy. The president admitting that times are hard, but saying that well, we are working to fix it and all that. I want to know where you stand on that. Hello, I'm too. Hello. If I'm so sorry, I didn't get. Um, yeah, I mean, I thank you. I didn't get like the 
beginning parts of what you said because there was yeah. a lot so, of so, noise. So I was making the point about where this debate has been shifting from. We started from a position of whether or not the conduct was respectful. And you heard there from Karim, listen, he says that whether it was respectful or not respectful is not the issue. And that the presidency or government and its communicators must recognize at the heart of the the, the concerns of the people and try to fix it instead of shifting the things to respect or what is not respectful. I mean, what I want to know from you is, I mean, where, what should government be learning from this? What should government be doing about this? Because this is clearly a feedback that has come from the people to him. Right. And um, so, Kweku, before I end in my first submission, I actually um, asked for permission to speak again. And I rightly said that um, some of the things the um, government should be learning or noticing is some better. Um, and then some of the best ways to be able to, should I say, access these things aside public gatherings like this is to use the mediums by which um, youth or citizens of the country are expressing their displeasure, like their own social media. So I'm saying their own because, um, should I say, a lot of the times older people feel as though younger people own social media. So use their mediums to access what their displeasure is and actually find ways of, should I say, practically like helping to solve it. Um, I think earlier the conversation was shifted a lot more from the action to some of the things. Um, as an individual, I'm not too pleased with them um, ongoing galamse. Um, should I say, especially when I watched the video from the old man saying that, I mean, planting for um, food and jobs, he wasn't contacted. So, I mean, he has the sole right. I, I feel that, um, how should I say, um, as citizens, in as much as we are going through a loss, we also have to like consider it for ourselves. So if it's not even for me, for like my children, for my family, because regardless of what government's mistakes are or whatever it is, you as an individual are going to face like the direct impacts of whatever your what, actions what, are. Of whatever the, the, the impact is on the people. I mean, very interesting thoughts. We'll go on social media shortly. The comments are buzzing in. We want to take your your perspectives on this. For those of you who are not joining us on phone, or on Zoom, or joining us in studio for this conversation. I think it's scandalous. I think it's scandalous. I don't think as a nation we got into that stage. I mean, I was petrified when I heard it. The president was speaking as soon as he opened his mouth. I heard, uh, was it in unison? But if it's that small cabal, whatever it is, I mean, I was, I was, uh, 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 let me repeat the word, petrified. Basically, they didn't understand. I haven't seen anything of this sort in Ghana before. We shouldn't start things which become precedent. You can't handle them. You let the genie out of the bottle, completely difficult to get our lives together. I have been very, very upset. I haven't seen anything like this before. Even on political platforms, we don't do this things. We don't. I mean, so to imagine that on a national platform like this, a president mounts a platform, and all he said, I think he said in key, that the whole of the world or the whole of uh, it's here, and then people start shouting at him. I think it is unfair. We must be ashamed of ourselves. I don't think it is a proper development in our country. Uh, too much shouting uh, connotes an absence of intelligent thinking. 
So, you know, we're always shouting and shouting. We're not thinking. You know what I mean? You're not thinking. Just, 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 just no, you drain the president. Who doesn't know that times are hard? I mean, it's not debatable. We all accept that times are hard. Look, yesterday I was asking uh, uh, the system, I was asking, okay, look, this whole thing. As somebody has said, you can't say, 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 you Join us now on Twitter, hashtag Ghana Connect Live. Facebook, join 99.7 FM. Or send us a WhatsApp on 0244. So, I mean, you heard there, Katie Yama. Let me take some views from Facebook and Twitter, and then I'll come back in studio here and, and, and wrap up the conversation. We, we had a poll on Twitter. The question was, were patrons of the global citizens justified in booing President Okufuado? And does that show disapproval of his governance? We had a yes or no option. Well, so far, 84% on the Joy FM Twitter page. Say, well, yes, the people were justified. Patrons were justified in booing the president. And this shows that they are displeased with his governance. 84% with 16% saying that, well, no, that was not justified. Very interesting perspectives there. And, I mean, let me let me also take the, the some of the comments that people have been posting under the, 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 the post we made. There are those who are saying that, listen, Fighter says... The president has completely mismanaged the economy. If I were him, I would step aside. Yeboah Esuama Felix says that, well, I should have, I, I, I think that people should have chose, chosen a different way. I mean, the, the, this comment isn't very clear. Johnson says that, well, the president deserved exactly what he got. So, I mean, there are a lot, a lot of comments coming in also on Facebook. Let me try and see what people have been saying under... Uh, a live stream there. Um, let me take the first one. This one says that, well, you'll be more than petrified. I mean, he's reacting to Katie Amon. says, wicked myopic leaders who are destroying everything we have for our next generation. This one says, this is no precedent. It happened to Dr. Buzia shortly before he was, I mean, he uses a word, anytime he passed in front of Kanishi Market, women booed him. This one says, although I don't condone people booing the president, I think it's simply the law of karma working. What didn't NPP people do to John Mahaba, both in the UK and at Menshia? They only did what they have been exposed to do. Kudana Kwame, Mensa Bonsusheka says, I have found trust so NDC should provide alternatives to solve Ghana's challenges rather than desperation to just come to power and loot again. Empty alternative to the NPP. So these are some of the comments that have been coming in. Abna Grant, I'm, I'm expecting Abna Grant, but... Every time I go to her, she 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 does not seem to be on. Abna, if you're on, we have about seven minutes to wrap up. What lessons do you think this should send to government ahead of a crucial election in 2024? That is the political angle, but also the angle relating to governance in terms of picking this feedback from the people, from what they make of the governance of the country. Abna Grant. Hello, Abna. Okay, I, I I I don't seem to have Abna there. Let me go to Isaac. Isaac, I mean, you Hello. clearly admit that times are hard. You say you are afraid yeah. for whether the prices of goods and services. 
at a very, very high point. What message do you think this should send to one your party and your government? We know 2024 is just around the corner, but there are also very weighty and important matters of governance. Yeah, um, nobody in the party is taking this um, as a fluke. Um, even if it is two people booing at the president or heckling the president, they have their views and they have every right to do that. And me, I don't have anything. I think it's a precedent that has been set. And today, those of us who are defending it, tomorrow when it happens, we also have to defend it. That is all I'm saying. But I'm saying that the president knows that even if it is one person, one vote counts, and that it is important that he works to make sure that everybody, and not entirely everybody will be happy, but that a large chunk of the people will be happy. Now, um, let me go to the Galancé issues. Um, let's all be honest. Um, maybe the effect or um, the results that we want from the Galamse fight, we haven't gotten it. But no president has really put in effort to, to end Galamse like this president. And we know something. It becomes very difficult when uh, there is a fight against any negative and it is being fought at the central, at, at the head. Kweku, have you have you heard about the community, any community where Galamse is being done? The community organizing themselves against uh, against those who are doing the Galamse? No, you will not find that. So it means that the communities themselves are for the Galamse. So it is difficult when the president is fighting it at the central level. But at the end of the uh, at the end of it, the president is doing his bit to fight the Galamse issue because we can never run away from the menace Galamse issue is creating in this country. Right. I mean, right. Very important point there. Neil Kanta, you're wrapping up points before we, we, we just end the show. The Galamse What and happened at the Independence um, Ghana, what so, uh, Isaac. Isaac, let, let, let Okanta speak now. Oh, what happened at the Independence Square should send a clear signal to the government that times are hard. I don't want to use the word ordinary Ghanaian, but the ordinary Ghanaian is feeling the pinch of what is happening. And they need to take some emergency steps into solving all the issues that the people are raising. Mm. That's what I'll say. Right. Interesting perspective there. Amtu, finally, your, your closing thoughts. Amtu. Um, right. So I would like to say that um, I believe this is, um, should I say, a wake-up call for... Um, the country. I also believe that, should I say, it's um, some advancements in our democracy because at this point people actually are embracing because maybe in other spaces across the continent, if it was a coup, it would have been followed by some chaos or whatever it is. So this also puts our maturity and our advancements. Mm. Also, I believe that governments um, would be taking cue from this and hopefully would be addressing our problems a lot more. For me as an individual, I wanted to hear some specific things at the Global Citizen event, especially on actions, but I didn't hear that. And um, I'm hoping that in times ahead, communicators would, um, should I say, would communicate things that we as young people want, want to, hear. to hear. Right. I, I, yes, I, I, not just communicate about like let's let's um should i see let's see that is happening first from action. what you're telling us right i mean very very interesting there we should see action you can say that we are doing this we are doing that we want to we want to do this but action is clearly needed um felicity what message should this send to government as feedback from the people um i think that it sends a clear message that people are unhappy we're not happy with how we're being governed and it's about time they stop making excuses 
and actually fix the country. Karim, let me wrap up with you. Karim. Yeah. So for me, I think that this is a demonstration of a certain uh, awakening of the masses of this country, and that is good enough. The work that the likes of Felicity Nana Nelson um, and Makabama and others are doing with Fix the Country is all part of this. So if we are going to continuously see such spontaneous reaction to, to impudence, to intransigence, to bad governance, and all of that, I think that it will put people on their toes. And if people are so bothered about international media, they will do very well to fix the problems at home. So that on any occasion when they are put on an international platform, they are not going to be disgraced by their own citizens. Right. I mean, very interesting perspective shared by all of you, my guests. Um, um, Isaac Sechi, you seem to have wanted to say a bit more, but we've just run out of time. I'm very grateful to all of you who made time to join us on Ghana Connect today. We had Isaac Sechi, is a political communicator with the New Patriotic Party. We had Abdul Karim Brahim, you just heard him there. We had Amina, a student of the Ghana Institute of Journalism. We also had on Amtu, is a former USAG executive, but she is also a political um, activist and a youth activist as well. We had from Felicity Nelson from the Fix the Country movement. Abna Grant was expected to be on, but we just could not hear from them. So for you also who joined on social media to share your perspectives, thank you very much. I mean, this is a conversation that will keep happening. I mean, especially during the times we are living in, IMF officials are in town negotiating a deal. Where do you stand on all of these issues? Very, very important bread and butter issues, as well as feedback governance issues to the presidency as well. I mean, thank you very much for joining us on the show. My name is Kweku Asante. We'll come your way again next week for another exciting edition of Ghana Connect. Thank you. <laughs> when it's clear, it is NASCO. Okay, now tell me, my son, yes, daddy. what do you want to be in the future? I want to be a footballer. The sky is the limit. Believe in you, you are a champion. I'm a champion. Champion. I'm a champion. Champion. I'm a champion. Yes, this football.
Rainbow season, you are a champion with NASCO. As NASCO Electronics is activating the full factory sales. Come for your best brand, NASCO. Best quality, best service. For this football season, you, your friends, and family can watch your games on the NASCO television. Televisions are satellite and comes with free decoders and 4K picture quality with HD+. Get yours from a NASCO outlet near you. Call 0242-439-437. You are a champion. Save your money and buy the best brand. NASCO brings home happiness. Joy 99.7 FM. God bless our homeland, Ghana.
anytime you hear that soundtrack, you know that it's World Cup related. And this is the only FIFA World Cup oriented quiz on radio, period. My name is Nathaniel Atto. I'm glad to welcome you to this special Friday. I was born on a Friday and anytime I find myself in your company at this time, it's just wonderful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks to all of our friends who are joining us via our YouTube live stream. This is your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. And through the work of the Joy Sports team, we bring you the Qatari Quest Quiz. This is preliminary number three. Of course, last week by this time, we were all saddled with that very heavy defeat at the hands of the Seleção of Brazil. All good, all good. And now we continue the action right here. As a result of all of that, we're bringing you another edition of the quiz on tomorrow's Joy Sports link. We'll discuss all of that later. But there are exciting prizes to be won through the kindness of our sponsors. Remember that the Qatari Quest Quiz is brought to you by NASCO. NASCO, bring home happiness. We always like to start it with some musical flavor here. One cheap side, can't strong on me with a weak vibe. If I decide, yes, yes, yes. Look at me. Contestants are seated. Your quiz master is ready and good to go. Everybody's good to go. Let me just ask you a very simple question right there. M diggity, I'm a. Pictures on that television are so clear. It's clear. It's NASCO, okay? And yes, it's uh, a football season. And you're a champion with NASCO as NASCO Electronics is activating a full factory price sale for your best brand, NASCO. Get a NASCO television this season because the NASCO gives you the best quality and the best service. So for this football season, you and your friends can watch your games on a NASCO television. All NASCO televisions are satellite and come with free decoders with 4K HD plus picture quality. 